Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. We've made it through another week. I wish I could tell you that we've found some more of the cattle that strayed in the storm, but so far we have not. Something I have found that is more important is the kindness in the hearts of people I have the privilege of counting as friends. Thanks again for all the prayers and encouragement that have been offered this past week. I'm sure glad we haven't been trying to calve in this weather. I know some folks will be starting soon. In fact, in my travels this past week, I saw some new calves on the ground already. This past week has brought about a lot of talk of previous rough winters. One that sticks in my mind was 83-84. Part of the reason for this is that I was just starting in the cattle business. I'd been back long enough to convince Dad that calving heifers in February was a really great idea. And since the heifers were over here at my place, I was the one handling the round-the-clock calving checks. Our place didn't have too much for facilities at the time. A corrugated shed south of the trees, about a mile south of the trees. And two trees don't slow down the wind as much as a person might think. We had a long cold spell in February that year. The heifers started calving a couple weeks earlier than the book said they would. So by the time it got back above zero, we had most of the heifers calved out. Calving in a corrugated tin barn in a deep freeze at the end of a wind tunnel was a learning experience. The first heifer to calve was inside the shed. Her calf landed in the deep straw and its mother went right to work on him. As the heifer calf worked her way to her feet searching for that first nourishment, she had the misfortune of stumbling into the corrugated tin wall where she stuck like a kindergartner's tongue to a pump handle. I went into a panic and grabbed the calf by its ears and pulled. This left a furry spot on the barn wall and a bald place on the side of the heifer calf. She was pre-shaved for the C-section two years down the road. This seemed to happen on almost all the calves born during the cold spell, so I had to modify my behavior. Instead of pulling the calf off the wall, I would run to the outside of the shed and look for a place where the tin had warmed up a little, maybe to around 14 below and with the heel of my boot I would apply a quick compression. In other words, kick as hard as I could in the center of the warm spot. The calf on the inside would pop off the wall with all its fur follicles still in place. Those heifer calves born that season were the foundation of the herd I have today. Many of them stayed around a little longer than they should have. One day, many years later, I was given my nutritionist a tour. Nutritionist is a high-tech name for feed salesman. He noticed that the ribs on some of my older cows were showing. He recommended I supplement them with some super-duper liquid protein supplement block to keep them from getting so thin. I said, Ed, those cows aren't thin. Those cows are still corrugated. As I worked on moving fence on corn stalks and moving cows yesterday, and had the cows cooperate just a little better than a person has a right to expect them to, I still found myself looking pretty close for corrugated cows. So far they're doing pretty well, but spring is still a ways off. For Christmas my mother-in-law gave me this gadget of a different breed. It's called a Yiko flashlight and no batteries does it need. It has its own generator and it's powered by the squeeze of your hand and if you work it kind of like your milk and oil bass, it makes a lot of light. It's really quite grand. 
The first night while out checking heifers with this wonderful point of light, I come across a little cow and things were not going right. The calf was coming straight, but its head was a bit too wide. I analyzed the situation as I knelt by her backside. Before I could do any good, I knew I had to hook up the chain, but then I needed both hands for pulling, and this light was a real pain. Most of you folks are familiar with cow backside anatomy. There's the lower opening where the calf was trying to come out. In the upper, I did a yicko implant me. That cow was up on a flash and off on a dash, and her tail light went over the hill, and I'm dragging behind an OB chain entwined, hoping State Farm will cover the bill. Soon nature took its course with a blast of some force. There was no more light I could see, and I shook loose. The calf was born on its own with no further assistance from me. The yicko has now been retired. Guess it didn't work out all that well. As for me, any light I use from now on will be powered by a Duracell. Thanks for riding along this morning. If you fellas are getting geared up to do a little Christmas shopping, I still have a pretty healthy inventory of cowboy poetry merchandise. I can't guarantee they will brighten your holidays, but if I sold some, it would sure brighten mine. Take a look on the web at rpsmith.us. Hope you can join me back here after the thaw for another visit on Homegrown.